Yo, what up, though? This is Esham, and you rocking with the Connected Experience. Yo, what up, though, man? This is Big Greg, and you rocking with the Connected Experience. This is Premier Pete, and you're rocking with the Connected Experience. Cheers. Oh, yeah, this is Jake Prince coming at you live and in living color, and you're rocking with the Connect Experience. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's comedian TK Kirkland, a.k.a. T to the motherfucking K. And when I'm in Detroit, you already know what it is. I listen to the Connected Experience. You should, too. Connected. I'm SJ. I'm AJ. And we the Connected Experience. Hey, bro, what's the Connected Experience? Uh, beat me to it. Yeah, I beat Basically, you to it. Basically, it's the lifestyle, a lifestyle, our lifestyle. Again, we like to bring people who we think dope individuals uh, to our audience, and we like to share they audience with us because, I mean, we are bringing dope people together, but you pretty dope yourself, bro. Yeah, you cool too, man. Yeah. And uh, so what you been up to? Man, shit, bro. Uh, really just standing on books, dog. Uh I got a few I need to finish. Yeah. One of them motherfuckers ain't no easy read. Not like I like easy reads, but this shit is not the word, like the text. I hate small, small text. text yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So that shit ain't no easy read. And it's, 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 uh, it's feeding my brain something different. So when I get those kind of books, I kind of don't like to, uh, breeze through them. I like to gain a lot of understanding from them because, I mean, that's what you're reading for, right? Understanding. What about you? Shit, man. I just been, um, Doing the same thing, man. Reading, staying out the way, man. Trying to get everything in order. Make sure all this shit happened the way we, you know, what I'm saying. Like trying to have a strong end of the year because I'm trying to come into the to the beginning of the year, relaxing. Actually, like just straight up relaxing, what, man. What, taking what do you some mean, time relaxing? off. I, you know, take a couple of weeks off, man. I might do a little vacation or something like that, man. You know, yeah, so you got a you got an album pick, a podcast. What you got? Shit, man. Uh, we say it on here like about a tell you heard this a lot, bro. But I've been, you know, what I've been fucking with, dog. The Overrated Truth podcast. Yeah, yeah. Bad, Bad luck, luck by, by Drew Lays. Who don't ever really say too much? Uh, Just enough. Yeah, they shit hard. That shit hard. And I feel like when I listen to that, I get to know L.A. Yeah, you feel yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. I get to know yeah. L.A. Uh, from their perspective. Hey, look, a funny motherfucker too, man. But yeah. people don't know how instrumental he is in West Coast hip hop either. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. that's well, I gather that all three of them are very instrumental in West right, Coast right, hip hop. Right, yeah. Right. yeah. So I mean, that's what I really been fucking with. What about you? What you been listening to? I've been fucking with the Donnie Houston podcast, man. That yeah. is my motherfucker. That's a the dream podcast for me, bro. Uh, Little Oban on there slim yeah. thug little yeah. kiki mike d all the niggas that i really listen to because you know i'm a screw fan for real so but one of the latest episodes had papa Roo on there man yeah. and i didn't know how long it was that i had been listening actually listening to papa Roo, bro like a long fucking time like 20 something years because the first song i ever heard from papa Roo for real that was his song was shine yeah. and that introduced me to little o and so on and so forth so i fucks with the donnie houston podcast it man. used to be called something different I thought. yeah what they talking about that's what yeah. it used to be called yeah. you know yeah. what i'm saying okay. Okay, but I've been okay. fucking with that. So what we got going on today, bro? Man, you know how we do, man. We actually got some fellas uh, who was in town on a tour. Uh, Streets Most Wanted uh, Tour. Streets Most Wanted Tour. You know, we've been... Uh, We've been partnering up with Hef for a long time since we was artists. And the College of Hip Hop was actually born at the uh, Cleveland... Uh, I don't know what year that was. Yeah. Was they was, on year 16 now. Is right. that, that's coming up. Well, it, well, we launched March... 2013. No, I'm saying year 16. So I'm saying it had to be 12 in 2012. So we've been rocking with the Nerve DJ. Shout out to Johnny O. Uh, A lot of people in the Cleveland area is how we discovered uh, the Nerve DJs actually being here. Johnny O recognized us from a drop we did a long time ago at a proof uh, tribute concert at, I think it was At the shelter uh, Hef was there And we've been rocking ever since uh, So anytime he on tour We say hey man bring your guys through It don't matter how many Don't matter who Don't matter what they do Bring them through Because if you just listen We like to discover new talent New music We fuck around and be supporters and fans For years yeah. And years and years So uh, we got a couple guys who are on the tour Why don't y'all go ahead and introduce yourself fellas Man, my name is Arian. Arian, Arian, Arian. I was wondering out. how to pronounce that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Arian, straight out of Dallas, Dallas, Dallas Texas. Yes, yeah. yeah, sir. Okay, yeah, y'all got a uh, Dallas is hot right now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I fucks with Dallas from the DSR days. We can get into that now. <laughs> man, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Cam Zero. 
Most know me by America, Sugar Daddy. <laughs> okay. Happy to be here. Where yes, you from? Sir. Where you from? From Dallas. Oh, y'all both from Dallas. Yes, sir. Okay, cool. So this could be a Texas conversation then. You know oh, what we I'm get saying? It to it. So, now, uh, hold on, because my nigga from Dallas, who? Twisted Black, who yeah. is, he's actually hey. from Detroit, yeah. ended up in Dallas. Uh, I just was actually listening to some Twisted Black. I don't know how new it was, but he's been dropping albums since he's been in jail. Free Twisted Black. You know that's what I'm hard. saying? I like Twisted Black. My manager yeah, right here, that's his, that's his man. That's his oh, yeah. oh, oh, for real? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's dope. He might could be our first call and we fuck with Twisted Black. Like, we fuck with Yeah, yeah, that's crazy, bro, because I didn't know you was going to say that because, yo, we f- we from uh, Angstrom, Michigan. That's 20 minutes from the D. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, and we just fuck with all type of music, but we gravitated to uh, Northern California and the South. You feel what I'm saying? My brother right here, SJ, has been a huge Texas music fan for the longest. Yeah. Oh, yeah, when, yeah, when, oh. when Texas was blowing up, and what I mean by blowing up, uh, outside of rap a lot. Uh-huh. So when people was getting familiar with Texas outside of rap a lot, like he had already been familiar with him. So oh, he, yeah, so he like was what? impacted when DJ Screw died. Damn, it hurt him. Yeah, you feel yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. And uh, we, we got up, up, up on Texas and shit, mainly through the murder dog. You feel what okay. I'm saying? A yeah. lot of people, even though this is Houston, what I'm about to say, a lot of people like to climb Little Flip because uh, they jumped on the TIP bandwagon for that uh, uh, for his leprechaun suit, but he was the Cloverland G, yeah, and that so made sense. And that was flip the, the leprechaun from Cloverland. The the exactly. album cover made a whole lot of sense. And, when you knew and that. that was actually the number one independent album in Murder Dog one year. And like that's how Murder we Dog. You talking it. about the magazine? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. We actually graced the cover of the Murder Dog magazine twice. Oh, you know? yeah. No, once, and we've been in there twice. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Last issue, you know what I'm saying? But enough about us. Let's talk about y'all, fellas. Man, Let's get it. You know, like Let's I said, it. man, you know, I'm I'm Arian, you know, I'm from Dallas, Texas, man. You know, uh, I'm just bringing that uh, authenticity, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Right. Real yeah. real name, no gimmicks. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah. That's another name. Detroit reference because that comes from OB Trikes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shout out to OB yeah. Trikes. Yeah. 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 yeah, so let's talk about your single. You got the single Check Away? Check Away. Check Away, right. Yeah. Check Away. Yeah, and that is actually a remake of Wanna Be a Baller in right. a sense. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. what made you come up with your, your own version of that? Well, you know, growing up from Texas, Want to Be a Baller was, you know, my favorite record. And it's, it's yeah. probably the biggest record to ever come out of Texas. Yeah, yeah that, that is the truth. That's true. Yeah. Actually, I heard uh, uh, Lil Troy on the Donnie Houston podcast. Yeah. And um, since he owned his masters to that record, mm-hmm. Prince cleared that record. Everybody yeah. else that tell a Prince story say Prince wouldn't clear the records because wow. they didn't own the masters. He owned the masters, so Prince cleared that record. You right. know what I'm saying? Wow, yeah. that's hard. Yeah, yeah. shout that's out hard. to Lil Troy, too. You know, uh she look, you know, Lil Troy got it. He got a piece of this when we did the paperwork. <laughs> I had to reach out to the OG myself, right? right. And uh, yeah, he he loved the record. He saluted it. Yeah. You know, Young Star and all that. They came yeah. down. They in my video. Oh, okay, and yeah, everything. Okay. So, is, the, is the video out? Yeah, the video yeah, is out. I, I think I, I might have a link to that in the email. If not, I would greatly appreciate it if yeah. you send me the uh, video. So let's talk about Dallas as a whole. What part of Dallas are you from? Uh, I'm from everywhere in there. I lived in Oak Cliff. Oak I lived Cliff, in Pleasant Oak Grove. Cliff. I lived yeah. in Mesquite. I lived in um, the better parts, you know what I'm saying? When I got my bread up, I lived in Addison. I lived yeah. in So in now, everywhere. a lot of people actually say the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and uh, that's actually like a 75-mile stretch, though, right? It's huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah because yeah. Uh, I used to work retail and shit, and our company it is, it is had huge. bought a company down there. So I worked at Villa, and we bought oh, yeah. 12 stores down yeah. there, that's and hard. they bought that's it hard. because they said they can get the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and it actually ended up being like a 75-mile stretch. Huge. So Got it too. Yeah. So when you say in these <laughs> neighborhoods, like how far are they apart? Because Dallas is seventy five miles from Fort Worth, but that's all the same area, right? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, North Dallas is one of my hoods, six thirty five in Skillman, but that is probably 25, 30 minutes from Oak Cliff. Yeah. Oak Cliff, that's where the one, the young boy from uh, Yellow Beezy, is that where he from? Yeah. Oak Cliff, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. out the cliff, man. I don't know if he's from the cliff, but he... He he from, from, I I hear him mention that. I heard him mention that. Yeah. We actually, uh, because you, where are you from in Dallas? I'm from uh, Lancaster. Okay. uh, Which is, uh, it's like maybe like five minutes from Oak Cliff. Okay. Uh, and and Beezy was one of the young cats at my school yeah. at Lancaster, so I don't know. But I went to Carter to play basketball, too, which was in Oak Cliff. Okay, okay. So uh, I played with all them boys, Crabtree, Bowtree, all them boys that's in the league now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so I guess I'm, I'm with him on what he say. Like, when you from Dallas, you know, you from all over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So how did y'all hook up? Uh, we grew up together. We was just brothers. Our dads are uh, almost, you know, they best friends. Yeah, so y'all cousins. 
Basically, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so like uh, when he when he asked you to get on this record because that's the single you pushing right now, like yeah. that's a big record to redo. Oh, no, he, no, 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 he not on the record. He got oh, his own record. He oh, got the second record. We oh, oh, oh that shit was going, dog. Uh, that that, that yeah. sounded like it could go hard in New Orleans, but you know what? Yeah. It just said attachment. It didn't have a name to the record. Oh no, oh, yeah, no, yeah. no, it's all good. No, nah, yeah, busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit sound like that to go in New Orleans. Now, believe it or not, we uh, me and him, his dad uh. Is is well known for the music industry, and my dad is well known for putting people on in the music industry. Yeah, and uh, we never did music together until like last month. We got our first song. <laughs> yeah, he was doing his thing, I was doing my thing. Because yeah, he was on the other side of the world doing his music, and then I was on the other side of the world doing my music. And we always seen each other. And I remember when he was uh when he was almost when he was about to sign with Dr. Dre. I'm, I when I heard him, I'm like, dog, this kid is dope, dope, yeah. dope. Yeah. And I always just watched him. But he was one of my when I had a. a Talk show. He was my first artist. Yeah, on show. Yeah. So, what was the name of your talk show? Oh, uh, who said that live? I did it with uh Fox and um uh CW thirty three. Yeah. Okay. How long so, of, a run, of a run did you have? Uh, I didn't have a long run. Uh, they bought seven shows from us, and then I uh I ended up going on tour. Yeah. That's when I had just kicked off in the EDM world. Yeah. I was yeah, yeah. We was gonna get to that. So, mm-hmm. how did you get into EDM? Uh, my first investor, his name was Doctor Yee. He was an Asian, yeah. an Asian guy. Um. Uh, he he made of me get course into the Asian in Dallas, but uh-huh. well, he, he's not from. He was he actually at that time he uh he had a bunch of he owned a bunch of schools that from uh and one of them just happened to be in Austin, but we had got tied into together with some other stuff, and uh he uh he told me about something that was called K-pop. Yeah, K-pop was basically EDM before it was. Yeah, EDM. yeah, it was yeah. huge. Man, my first song I did it did a million views the first month, and I had. That was like new for me. Yeah. Cause I used to hit like 50, maybe 40, 100,000 yeah. views, and I probably bought like 80,000 of them. <laughs> yeah. So it was yeah, yeah. like, like, so when I hit that, I was like, oh, yeah, this is what's up. I this stayed is, yeah. with it, man. I, I ran with it. And, and then that talk show area, it kind of just kicked off for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the EDM world, I heard it's like, like you could tour forever off of this EDM oh, music. Man, like, they, they get on me now because I was getting so much money on that. And on that side, I mean, you talking ten, twenty, thirty thousand a show. You know, you did a big, big festival. You getting a forty, fifty thousand dollar lick. You yeah. know, for one show, I put on that gold mask, and I was a top hundred DJ. Yeah. And uh, my heart, which is, and I'm real spiritual, so I, I just, I'm the type of guy. I sit in the shower for an hour just talking to God. Right. And right, when He right. tells me to, when He tells me to move, I, I just move. Yeah. And He told me to come back over to the yeah. urban world. And then my first record that I did was Run It Up. Yeah. And then it just exploded. Yeah, literally like last year. This time I was on tour. I yeah. did my last EDM tour, which is not my last. So I'm going back with it. I did my last EDM tour where it sold out. And I, some like 30, 30 some seconds. It sold out completely. Yeah, forty eight cities. Uh, you, so you sold out forty eight cities in thirty something seconds. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. I, I've I have been I've been the last four I did sold out. Uh, not in thirty eight seconds, but it sold out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this one did. Uh. And that was just an amazing thing. And then God told me to go to the other, go back to the urban world. I wonder why I tell you that. That's <laughs> <laughs> so I'm still trying to figure out. Because the but, urban world is just so different from every other sector of music. Like it, it's, it's a, yeah, man. Because I know there's a white lady at, uh, where I uh, work and shit, dog. She go to a festival every weekend, bro. Uh, EDM every single weekend. I mean, EDM, whatever. It's crazy. Matter of fact, I guarantee you, if I mention you to her, she will know who you are. She sure, don't give dope. a fuck. She drive. I'm just saying this that's shit crazy. that a lot of urban motherfuckers don't yeah. do. You might drive to City Beyonce once, but you ain't driving four times anytime oh, they're in that everything. area. Yeah, you yeah, feel what I'm saying? Yeah, now, you about. said something, though, but I just didn't want to glaze over. You said when he was about to get signed with Dre. You was about to get signed with Dre? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah so yeah. what 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 detoured that? Um. Y- y- y'all know DOC. Yeah. That's what I was saying first. Y'all from Dallas, so yeah. DOC, the, so, one yeah. of the best pens to ever write. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sick. DOC was like my mentor. I yeah. was like his apprentice. Yeah. I'm a young boy. I'm like in high school. I'm I'm right after school. We like come to the studio. We doing a, you know him and my pops go back too. Oh, different yeah. West. Okay. You know they they stay. It was roommates and all that other stuff. Yeah. So. Um, you know, DLC just took a liking <laughs> to I got to laugh yeah. because anytime you hear about DLC, you hear him living with the person. Not yeah. nothing wrong with that, but I've never heard a story about DLC. Yeah, that somebody didn't say he was living uh, with somebody. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah so, that's uh, true. I used, to, I used to work with DLC a lot. Um, you know, my high, in my teenage days, 
And um, Dre was going to give him an imprint at one point. And yeah. it was um, Aftermath South. Yeah. And I was going to be the um, the first artist off the imprint. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then okay. Um, he was like, yeah, you know, we need to fly the lawyers in, do the deal, you know. And then, you know, I go running, running my mouth to the whole hood. Like, I'm about to be on Aftermath. It's yeah. going down. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was thing, pretty big in the city. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I can imagine. I and can the next imagine. thing I hear, you know. Like DLC just go ghost, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, wait, what's? And I'm calling his, his personal friend. Like, y'all heard from? Y'all heard from? Uh, Rock? Yeah, he was like, man, him and Dre got into it, man. I'm like, what? Now I remember uh, some years ago, DLC had dropped a project where he was working with some artists and he was writing for them artists and stuff, and he was trying to introduce those artists to the world. Were you a part of that? Six two, it's a couple of people. Yeah, yeah. Was you a part of that project? Yeah, but he never wrote for me. No, no, I wasn't saying that he wrote for you. I was just saying I remember that was the big thing he was trying to introduce. Now, us yeah. us three in here kind of feel like, and a lot of other people might know the truth, that DLC wrote that first Snoop album. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm. Because yeah, Snoop so has never been the same after that. Not to take nothing away from yeah, Snoop, but the then album. people still write for Snoop to this day, and he'll let you know, but yeah. you could see the but difference. he went hard yeah. on that album. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah the only yeah. reason, yeah, I don't I don't know the answer to your question. I feel like DLC did that a couple different times, a couple different periods. I just yeah. don't know exactly what, which period you're talking about that I was involved in. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But, yeah. I, yeah but, um, you can always tell what somebody's blessing the pen, though. Yeah. Because yeah. you got people that just sit and write. That's all they do. And they yeah. don't they don't they don't flow, they don't do interviews, they don't travel, they just I sit and I write. Right. Yeah, I'm right. a good pensman. Yeah. yeah. But I mean he would he would have probably been one of the best rappers of all time. Yeah, too, yeah. The, 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 it ain't that that's just what he does. That's what he was forced to do. Yeah. I don't but, even think he was forced to do that. I think uh after that he just wasn't confident in his voice. Yeah, yeah you know what yeah, I'm saying? So yeah. I mean, shit, if that would have never happened, yeah. we might never have a snoop. Because it wasn't because it wasn't no death row that he was on ruthless too. Right, you feel right. what I'm saying? The, the best posse Definitely. cut besides Watch for the Hook to me is the grand finale on the oh, DLC. The yeah, yeah, the grand finale is the one of the, the it go to me it go that then yeah. Watch for the Hook by the Dungeon Family. Yeah. You know what That's I'm saying? Yeah, they they say hard. if he would if he would have did the um, the exercises to his muscles and all that. He could have got like his voice back to like ninety four percent, but he was depressed. Yeah, yeah, drinking. yeah. I mean, you can imagine the type he of toll that would take on somebody, yeah. especially yeah. after the formula video, and then that actually happened. Yeah, you know say so he never he made more perform. money. He made more money writing than he would have. That's what I'm saying. We wouldn't have a, a, a Snoop. Yeah. I mean, Snoop could rap, yeah. but yeah. like yeah, he wrote the Chronic and all type. Yeah, of yeah. and that's what I was gonna say because yeah. then it might have never been a exactly. need for Death Row, and Suge exactly. might have still just been a bodyguard. You exactly. feel what I'm saying? Yeah. One thing I hate that people t- we gonna get back in the all story in a second though. But one thing I hate that people take from Suge, they act like Suge didn't develop these great talents that we see today. Oh, you feel Suge what I'm was, saying? Suge was a Suge, mastermind, bro. Bro, if a nigga don't think Suge developed Snoop, he crazy, bro. You feel what I'm saying? Like he developed Snoop, bro. Right, look, you feel right. what I'm saying? All of them. All yeah. them niggas, but yeah. the, like Snoop is show. Uh, I even feel like he de- helped. De- I don't think if if it wasn't for Suge and putting Daz around a Dre and Warren G, we wouldn't have some of them records. So that's yeah. development. Yeah, Just yeah. saying, hey, you that's go hard. sit in the room with Dre yeah, yeah. while he worked. He, he was the Gucci man you feel back what I'm in the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Gucci got a lot the best of family tree out here. You know what I'm Gucci saying? And that's yeah. that's actually including Dre, bro. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Gucci got a hell of a family. Because sometimes Dre just fall into these artists like a fifty cent. You feel what I'm saying? Shout out to Master P. Yeah, 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 yeah. So how was how was actually growing up in Dallas? Because I'm familiar with Dallas, the music scene. Like I said, I Tum Tum and all of them. I fuck with them hard. But a lot of people might not have caught the shit that was going on. Like I get the mm-hmm. shag tail when I see yellow bees oh, yeah. and all that. Yeah, yeah. So how was it growing up in Dallas? Like I mean, like I I, I figure everybody in the urban areas got similar stories, but we never heard. A Dallas story yeah. from a Dallas artist like this, like in the setting we in. So just hard. like, so you named all these neighborhoods, Oak Cliff and all of that. What do those neighborhoods actually mean to Dallas? Um, they mean a lot. But, but for me, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let Camp talk about growing up in Dallas more because I didn't move to Dallas till I was 15. Oh, okay. So where are you originally from? Uh, I'm originally from Tulsa, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oklahoma okay. Yeah. But then you know I, I moved to Natchitoches, Louisiana for f- four or five years, and I moved to Fort Myers, Florida for. Are you an army kid? Years. No, I'm not oh, an army oh. kid. It was just we wish yeah. he was though. <laughs> my mama was like, "We out of here. We just moving, <laughs> yeah. just joining for gangs and all type of shit. We gone." So yeah. My right. mom, I just got one of them type of moms. Like she lives in Charlotte, North Carolina, by herself. Yeah. No other family. <laughs> like right yeah. now. Right. So ain't afraid got, to just. No, no. My mom should just pick up and move. You know what I'm saying? So just to. Find a better life or whatever. So we was just moving around a lot. So uh, my pops, he's from Dallas. His side of the family's from Dallas. Okay, so that's how you ended up in so, Dallas. So yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I moved in my tenth grade year. Okay, I moved from Dallas. Okay. You know, but that's half my life at this point now. So. Yeah. 
That's hard for me. Um, I was blessed to have a a family that got me out. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't say that I had any real struggle. I was in I was in an area where we created struggles, uh, meaning that I lived in a I lived in a you know five star you know crib. Right. I right. mean five bedroom crib. You no know, mom always drove a Mercedes. Right, uh, right. Dad wasn't there. You know. Uh, so I you know I saw mom struggle, but uh. It wasn't any real struggle. Right, right, right. Uh, so, so we had to create it, meaning that uh, we fought every day. Yeah, right. You know, yeah, we yeah. wanted because we wanted to we be. We all wanted a problem. Yeah, we wanted to be tough. We yeah. wanted to be seen as tough. So I, I feel like we were more of a problem than the kids that because the kids that was in the struggle wanted to get out of it. And he and, made he made a great point because that that's really like Dallas is a crazy. I don't know a lot of other cities like this where I'm talking about. The the gangsters, the hardest people, knocking people out at the parties. What like you you go to their house, they got a two story house, and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> exactly. like, he just want to be hard, you know. And they was hanging in the hood all the time. Exactly. And you're like, he don't even live over there. You don't like, even got a beef. But, exactly. but a lot a lot of Dallas people is like that. A lot of people from the suburbs, but they the suburbs was crazy. Right. Arlington, yeah, they knocking just, people out on yeah. videotape. Like, it was crazy. Now, why do they tie Fort Worth into Dallas if it's the if airport it's that stretch? Uh, the airport covers between two, so uh, it's almost like. Um, that's that's all it really is. It's it's, it's, yeah, my, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. I don't yeah, know. It's just, yeah, yeah. it's just it's so close, it's right one there. Airport just, that, yeah, it's just it's so we close. We share the same airport. Yeah, nah, I think I, how I th- much how much do y'all try to divide it? Like, no, nah, nigga, I'm from Dallas. Y'all from Fort Worth. Well, we divide that all the time. Dallas yeah. people, we, we say we <laughs> yeah. don't know nothing about that over there. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I only been to Fort Worth like five times. You ever. saying besides yeah. flying in? Yeah, yeah. Like I don't got no yeah. reason to be over even there. flying in. That's yeah. like the. I mean, Dallas is so messed up. I mean, our, our, our football team is in Arlington. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, I've been so. to Tyler, Texas, and Texarkana and yeah. all that. So yeah. I, I flew into Dallas. You know, yeah. the yeah. Dallas Cowboys is closer to Fort Worth than it, it is, is to Dallas. Dallas. So yeah. just, you know what I'm Dallas is. Weird, Dallas is. Uh, I mean, it's it's literally it's a lot like Detroit. Yeah. It's, I just I just think the soil here is a lot harder to get out of than it is in Dallas. Yeah. And 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 the and the people are a lot thicker, meaning stronger, stronger. Yeah. Uh, because of what y'all go through here. Yeah, but we got areas in Dallas that are just like you know yeah. some of and y'all. Then, areas. Another, see, and then the thing about this area too, uh, you could live in the city of Dallas and come, and like how you said, like as you started to get more money, you started mm-hmm. to move up. Mm-hmm. The thing here is, if you get money here, you have to move out of Detroit oh, to facts. come up. Facts. You feel what I'm saying? But Fully out of Detroit, facts. right? You can't live facts. downtown in the penthouse. I mean, you could live downtown in the penthouse, but that ain't you that still ain't feel like up. you out of Detroit. Uh, yeah, but you see, in Dallas, says, you move downtown Dallas, it's still Bugattis driving yeah, around. Yeah, 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 it's still yeah, Ferraris yeah, every yeah. on every. Yeah. My partner used to be a garbage man in Dallas and shit. Uh, Leroy Garrett and shit. That's my cousin and shit. And uh, he he was a garbage. We lived in uh, Jacksonville. He was a garbage man there too. And then when he went to uh, Dallas, he like dog. They even treat the garbage man good. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. you feel what I'm saying? Because he ended up yeah. going on to be on MTV and shit on the Real World 25, and he been on a challenge ever since then and shit. He kind of assisted in bringing the Real World franchise back because uh, that shit was over. Then he had he went on there and shit. But That's when hard. he got the call and shit, he lived in Dallas and he oh, yeah. he just loved it. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, the people are different. The, I mean, Southern hospitality. I mean, it's the. Yeah, it's the people are different, people man. Are different. Just, They're gonna wave to you, speak uh, to you. Yeah. Now, how, how do that coincide with the music though? Because like, even though it's uh, what we talking about, your current single is uh, a Texas like that's like a, a classic Texas. period. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, classic period. All the music it, when it's that type of people, like so many different people. How do you know what type of music to make? Like your song don't sound like Yellow Beezy, and Yellow Beezy don't sound like DSR. But all of this shit is making think, it. I like think, how do that right. happen? Like that? I think that uh, with the Dallas area, there's no there's no sound. There's no definite. There's sound. no there's no yeah. one person who really went super mainstream. Right. You right. know, uh, not in the last ten years. As as that's a conversation we should bring up. But then, the, are you right? You you hundred percent right, but then I can always find those same gaps in another city. You know, yeah, what I'm right. like Eminem don't sound like Big Sean. Big Sean don't sound like Grizzly. But see, okay, because but the with the the way Detroit rap has always been, it's always been a hip hop and it's always been a, a super a, street, a, a super street. Like mm-hmm. that's what it's been exactly. since the the the, the birth of Detroit. And, and y'all have a sound too. 
We got yeah, a sound. We now. have a we sound, sound now. now. Yeah. We but sound. we it took us like when y- y'all was hearing Eminem and shit. We still was fighting mm-hmm. to get a sound. Like right. take New Orleans for example, right? Yeah. New Orleans has always had a sound which oh, is facts. gangster rap mixed with facts. bounce beats. Facts. We really just got a sound probably in the last seven years. True, that's definite. And then when you talk about y'all got major artists coming out back to back to right. Well, it did, but it took a long time to get there. Oh, for sure, like a super long ass time because usually the artists used to have to pick a side. You used to either have to be super hip hop. Or super street. Oh yeah, those people would be cool with each other. Facts. But at the same time, they wasn't doing music together. Like if you listening to Eminem, you not hearing Detroit. That's just the right. bottom line. You're oh not, facts. You not go hear Detroit. And that, and that, that's and how that. Dallas is too. It's more on the it's more on the, the street, the ratchet side. You know, because like Post Malone is from Dallas. Yeah, yeah but, but but people act like nah, he ain't. And nothing about Dallas. It's uh, like say, since you got you got your people here signing people from here. And that's still just now because when they used to do that, it was exactly. to block. You feel what I'm saying? So it used to be exactly. like crews of niggas who could do exactly. thirty thousand in the city. Exactly. But when you signed to the major label, they had come in, and the group who signed to the major label can't do thirty thousand in the city. We need to get these niggas out the way. Exactly. You feel what I'm saying? But now it's just uh, niggas see the play, so it's like, no, I ain't gonna sign with a nigga unless exactly. I'm actually going exactly. somewhere. You feel what I'm saying? Dallas, we don't get that at all. Yeah. This is the first duo movement. That we had that we're actually putting each other on. Yeah. Right. Like, like I'm a, I go on tour with him, then he comes on tour with me. I go on tour with him. We literally been on tour for eighty percent of the year because we back doing each other. Yeah. See, it, that's not in in Dallas. I, well, I recently just seen uh, Yellow Beezy put Little Runny on tour yeah, with him with yeah. Chris Brown. So that's that's a change. See, we're trying to get to at least where y'all at right now. Yeah. We ain't we ain't had that at all, and that's yeah. beautiful. Cause you for, that, go ahead, cause because I think for Dallas to have a sound. It got to be something like that. It got to be more people popping out of it. See, and I think that actually comes from the mentality that is not enough, but that's the furthest from the truth. Mm -hmm. Bro, if I like your music. Yeah. And that don't mean I won't like his. Exactly. I should want to expose you to somebody else. That's going to keep my legacy alive. Niggas not looking at legacy because niggas looking at being selfish. Think about this, bro. When you make it like. To whatever mainstream level you want to make it to, the DLC is going to say that you're a part of his legacy, which makes you a part of Aftermath legacy. You see what I'm saying? He just waiting to see what you go do. But he go put that on his resume. So then whoever you put on go be like, well, shit, really, I'm on DLC family tree because it is. But people never look at it like this. When we used to do music, my godfather, his name Prince Vince, and he the first person in the United States with a solo rap deal that wasn't from New York. He got signed to Polygram back in the day. He used to have a song called Gangsta Fuck. But his legacy, not even him. You know who he put on? He put Kid Rock on because Kid Rock not from Detroit. And when Kid Rock came to Detroit, Kid Rock used to sleep on his floor and on his couch. And if Vince needed something, Kid Rock would do that. Now, that's not a bad thing. Kid Rock just seen how he had to get in the door. When wow. we first met Kid Rock, Kid Rock, the first person who ever showed us the internet, period. You mm. feel what I'm saying? We was 14 years old. We went over his house, and we liked the artist name, Eshan. Eshan, like the biggest independent rapper ever. If you ever heard of That's it, hard. ICP, mm. like they got all of their game from Eshan, and they even mm. signed him at one time. And Strange mm. Music, how they operate, that they all started all with from Eshan real life production. from That's Real hard. Life Production. So we was talking shit to Kid Rock, because to us, Kid Rock, you know, oh, he, 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 was, cool. he was cool, but we like, nah, bro, Eshan. Time, he that's the nigga you feel yeah, what I'm saying facts, and he facts. like his website ain't better than mine and we like website that's and that. he took us upstairs first of all when he took us upstairs he got a picture of him and Isham in his living room so you <laughs> feel what I'm saying and then he just showed us like look this a website he showed us some other shit too I ain't gonna say but he was like look this the future so we already knew, like, oh, he he know what wow. this way before anybody was thinking about the internet. He was like, wow. this the future. And we like, what's a website? Right. He was like, this my website, this Eshan website. Then he went to like some other shit. This back when the internet was just like for smut. You right. feel right. what I'm right. saying? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. but my godfather is part of Windows. that legacy. Wow. What's my man name who uh Champ Town? Champ Town no, who was in the movie uh Ray Charles when who gave Ray Charles Masters who ran Atlantic Records. He came to see my godfather after Kid Rock blew up, sold a bunch of records and shit. He came and like, shit, we want to get into rap. This one Atlantic wasn't doing no rap. Mm -hmm. Top Dog, that's the name of Kid Rock label. You wow. feel what I'm that, saying? That's, yeah, that's, that's the, the, the Kid Rock wow. label was called Top Dog, and that's the only rap label they had on Atlantic Records. Wow. You feel wow. what I'm saying? So, like, when people get to thinking about how, like, to be selfless, that's how, bro. Just put another motherfucker in position. And yeah. the thing about Dallas is that uh, since Dallas is one of the top five markets, 
that you that you just gotta come through to to to, to get that stardom. Uh, somebody want to be the first, and, yeah. and and they don't get that. If if you put several on and or se- uh, put several in position to win, you're gonna have that that legacy. And I and I feel like um uh he said something. We said we sit in the car. It's weird. We sit in the car all the time and just have conversations about just making it, you yeah. know, getting to the next level. Uh, so if we having a conversation, it's gonna be about furtherness, which is another another thing. Is because usually when you see um uh black men or black people get together, uh, people of color get together, we always talking about our past, what we did. You remember when we used to stuff that? You remember? Oh, you remember old girl from old girl? And then when you see uh, other coaches get together, they always talking about the future. The future. So, uh, so we have good conversations all the time. Reason why we we don't sleep when we're supposed to be sleeping on tour, because uh, he always come with valid points. You can't out of the top five markets. Uh, and I'm talking about if it ain't New York, Atlanta, Miami, L.A. Uh, you talk about Dallas. You can talk about Detroit. You can talk about any city inside of. You know, those top five markets, you can't name two people in the last 10 years that went mainstream and you can go over two states and you can ask 10 people, do they know them? Right. And at least five people say, yeah, I do. You can't name two people from any market. Uh, And and I I want y'all to try because I tried. I searched everywhere. Uh, You can't name two people that went mainstream. And that's how hard it is to get into this music industry Uh, because we tried. You know, 10 years ago, we had to do the role. And now yeah, we can yeah, say, yeah, yeah, we can yeah. say every market is only breaking two people every ten years. Who yeah. uh, who, who produced crazy. the row uh, that song? Ice cream paint job. Yeah, who produced know. that? Oh, uh, you know BC. Yeah, my partner actually after he produced that song, my current partner uh, who I'm in business with got whoever produced that song their first publishing deal. He that went and found him and got him his first publishing That's deal. Awesome. You feel what I'm saying? Like he was super excited about that nigga. That's but awesome. I don't know the attachment, like how far, how much he was attached to the role because the role was going for a minute. You and feel then he just kind of like yeah. disappeared. Did he get into some trouble or something? Because it's kind of like he just disappeared. Nah, he just like, ran his race. He yeah. ran, he ran his race. Yeah, hopefully you know? he put that money into something. You feel what I'm saying? Something yeah. good. That Ice cream paint job. No, he's good. Yeah. <laughs> Another yeah. story about him. He went to Lancaster too. Yeah, you know him. Uh, it's a lot of a lot of Dallas artists went to Lancaster, which is in the suburbs. But the role we played ball together. He was on. Hey, so you played basketball or football? Uh, I played both, but I was basketball. But my yeah. thing was boxing. So yeah. I was all American in fighting. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh phew, man, I. You man. got uh. So what weight class you used to fight? In? Man, I did one twenty nine. I'm still one. I'm probably now one forty because I've been on the road. But I'm still small. I still keep it in shape. Is you waiting uh, to knock a nigga out who run up thinking it's just some rap shit? <laughs> nah, I ain't because I'd probably be the one going to jail. <laughs> I'd have been to jail so many times. But I mean, one time at a high school party, bro, these, well, there's a bridge between DeSoto and Lancaster, and then we, you know, we just didn't like each other for no reason. Yeah, because y'all across, somebody across the bridge. Exactly. <laughs> just because the, the, the seniors didn't like him, we didn't like yeah. him. You know what I mean? So it just the history carried. So we was at a party, bro. I hit, I hit a kid in his eye. <laughs> and his eye ball came out of his eye. That's fucking disgusting. Yeah. And, <laughs> and and from that day, I have never put my hands on nobody if it wasn't needed. True. Yeah. Yeah. Needed. Never, because I'm like, dude, you know, I I train. Yeah. You know, you know, I train I to be sharp. Yeah. And and from that day, dude, I just never ever put my hands on nobody. Now being from Dallas, and y'all. Uh, Houston has always been the the music staple in mm-hmm. Texas. Well, for rap, no, you know for sure. what I'm saying. 100%. So, like, how, like, what's the bridge? But far as y'all two artists, what's y'all bridge to Houston? Like, uh, are y'all cool with the people who popping right now in Houston? Like, y'all making music with them, or just regular friendships, and we don't necessarily got to make music. Uh, with Houston, uh, you, you go ahead. Yeah, Houston. Um, I was talking. We was just having. We was just having a dinner, uh, lunch, or whatever with Kiati. Yeah. Uh, hard body, hard body, Kiati man out yeah. there. He one of the you know biggest radio DJs out there, and um, he was just saying like, man, you know, like I, I don't Dallas and Houston, we we really don't mess with each other like we should. You know, yeah. he's like, I should come to Dallas more often. It's just right down forty five, and I never go. I, yeah, but how, how how far is it away though? Four hours. Four hours. Four yeah, hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's like that's like going to uh, right. right. Oh yeah, but yeah. It's almost yeah, being like, another state. Oh, because people call me all the time from New York. Where they're like, "Yo, I'm in Houston." I'm like, "What that mean to me?" Like, <laughs> right, like you that's, might just take a flight to Houston. Like, right, I go yeah. to L.A. more than I go to Houston. Right, right. So it's right. like, um, they're pretty far apart. So it's just, 
Um, now, duh, now Austin is taking that capital. Austin is our music capital for sure. Right, right, right. But so that got a lot to do with uh, what is South that? by South, South by, by South. Yeah. But I heard it's like it's super so commercial festival. now. Like, yeah. I heard oh, yeah, it, like yeah, it yeah, just yeah. turned into yeah. Once the beer companies get involved and get the sponsor and shit, yeah. it just goes. Well, there. Austin is big in beer though, Austin so that's is. not out of the ordinary. Yeah. Once fucking Kmart and shit, I mean yeah. Walmart yeah. started sponsoring shit because Austin like got like known for it's beer, huge. like right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. you, he mentioned that y'all go on tour together. You been on some of them EDM tours? No, nah, no, nah, I, I wasn't around during He's about that. to though. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's coming up. That's coming yeah. up. So what's the biggest crowd that you ever performed for in the EDM world? Oof. I think 500,000, I think. I think it, it was a record breaking like, yeah, I think it was, where was, it? Where was full that EDC. EDC. I yeah. did EDC twice. I did uh so many so many festivals. Uh, I think five. What's the drug use like at these festivals? Uh, it's it's <laughs> it's, it's heavy. It's heavy because that EDF have a thing like you 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 almost gonna sweat. You, yeah, you, you yeah. gotta be on something to be able to handle that because it's literally sardines on the floor and they're jumping <laughs> consistently. Don't they don't care as long as it sound good. They're jumping. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> so what I'm saying. They I don't know it. if it's Molly or X. Speed, or it, it, it's all yeah. uppers. Yeah, all uppers, all uppers, uppers no downers. Yeah, yeah, you can't do that. Motherfuckers ain't even going to sleep on those shits. Yeah. So, what's the biggest crowd you ever performed in front of? Um, I did, I did uh, with nineteen thousand at um, Prudential Center, New Jersey. Yeah, we open for uh, Ross and Migos. That's, okay. that's hard. And how was that experience for you? That was dope. That was dope. That was the only time I ever did an arena that big. So yeah. That was, was, was the nerves there like or? Um, Nah, I, I never really get nervous before the shows. I don't yeah. know why. I don't know. Okay. I get I nervous. Be. I get more nervous. I don't get nervous at all. But if there, if I can remember the time I ever got nervous, it's the smaller crowds. Because yeah. it's more intimate. Yeah, yeah it's more gotta, like. You got to focus on yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah. You, now, you said you did 500000 You said you did 19000 How do you celebrate them wins? Uh, I don't. I don't. I uh, I keep. I don't. I don't feel like I made it. You know, I just, I'm real big on just, I just haven't made it yet. Either. So define like, okay, so what is your end goal? And when you say you made it, what is your I made it moment? If you performing in front of half a million people, a motherfuckers dream of that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm going to say you not, but you is definitely, I can't see the uh, urban crowd being 500,000. Well, nowadays, yeah, it is. I'm it, saying, it, oh, because uh, you're saying like with the nowadays, festivals and shit. Yeah, nowadays it's, it's. EDM changed over to the urban because hip hop is just ruling the nation right now. Yeah. Um, so, but I can't because when I did that, I probably got like maybe eight hundred thousand followers. You know, I got a big bag out of it, but I still have work to do. And uh, my end goal is uh, like I told you guys, I was spiritual, so I God gave me a church at a very young age that He gave yeah. me. A bill. He said, "This is a church that I want you to build." This, this, he gave me, and every day He's piecing into what He wants from me. Right. Uh, and I and I uh, that's my end goal, and I feel like I made it when I because I got. So you go Joel Osteen mega church type of thing. Uh, no, it's a it's a I you know, I can give you a little, this is the first time I've talked about it as far as just like well we the home what, exclusives but go ahead yeah. what uh I make sure I send me this link because I'm gonna share this <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, yeah for sure for sure so uh all right so uh the church he gave me was uh, imagine a church where uh. A football field like a dome. Yeah. You know, the sun shines in. It might be a little different in Detroit, but the sun shines in, you come in and and you praise and worship like Jesus did. You know, we sitting on rocks, it's a waterfall here, there's lakes here, it's just beautiful. It's it's like it's, an earthly feel. Exactly. It gives you but it's all real. It's all real. And uh imagine communion going around where you, where you take what you need. You don't you don't give to us. Yeah. I, I you it go around, you take what you need. You know, imagine a imagine a place where um where there's no wrong, there's no judgment, there's no um criticizing. When you come in, this you just you worship. You come in, you can't be late. You know what I mean? There's no on time, there's no late, there's no dress code, there's no um it's almost there's no eyes. It's right. it's only a welcome. Right. Sound like an EDM festival. It sounds just <laughs> like an EDM festival. <laughs> you, you know what? Saying? That's the first time somebody ever. It does. <laughs> right. It, right. Does. Yeah. it does. It does. So and is this church going to be in uh, the Dallas Fort Worth area or like, I, I mean, because he He's gave it. you the vision. Well, I'm going to say God gave you the vision because I don't think God is a male. I think God is a black woman, right? Yeah, if we dope. had to subscribe a that's color dope. and gender, it's a black woman, that's right? Dope. But like when you got this vision, like, 
like how deep was the vision for as like location and stuff like that or uh, you just know when you see it i haven't i haven't i haven't he haven't get given me that he right now he's giving me um uh or she i said that in a song this is pretty dope but uh he's giving me this you know he's piecing into it right so like, every 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 step of the way like when, piecing. if you driving you down the, if you driving down the street today you be like it should be right there type of thing. Yeah, or like I go to a certain church and, and, and I'll be certain vibes that make me uncomfortable and I say, okay, I need to go pray about this. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Or certain religions that I'm like, you know, I believe in what they believe in too. You know, right, or, right. or like I, I'm not I'm not Christian, but I believe, you know, I just, it's just. Yeah, I, guess, just, I, I none of us, well, I don't, and I don't think my brother do either. We don't subscribe to any religion anymore. Exactly. Like, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. I just believe in a higher power, like something's pulling the strings. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And, if a motherfucker believe in cows, whatever it is, just exactly. you need a belief in something higher than yourself exactly. because once you lose that belief in something higher than yourself, like it's, I believe it's a no, miserable world. I believe there's no wrong. You know, I I I don't believe in uh I don't believe in praising an earthly form. Of course, I don't believe like if if you can't if you can't create sunlight in front of me, right, right, I, right. I, I'm not gonna praise you. You right. know what I mean? So I, I believe that. Your religion's not wrong. Oh, your your belief's not wrong. Yours not wrong. Yours not wrong. Yeah, Yours and, not wrong. And I'm not gonna try to force my belief. See, because exactly. when I because I was a Muslim and I was like a hardcore Muslim. Like exactly. uh, you was extremist. Slightly, no, no, almost. slightly, slightly, a little bit. But I was like hardcore, and I would like the mistake that I would used to make when I was talking to people about Islam is I would try to tell them that no, what you believe is wrong, and yeah. Islam is the right way, yeah. which is not true. Islam was the right way for me at that time in yeah. my life. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I don't never tell no, nobody what they believe in is wrong, and I don't, I don't judge exactly. no like. I'm judgment free. I don't care what you do because it's your life. You exactly. got to answer to whatever you believe in for that. So exactly. you could do anything you want except a fuck with some little kids. Old folks used to be exempt, but I know some <laughs> old niggas that'll knock your head off. So oh, old folks is different what? now, but long as it ain't got nothing to do with no kids, believe in that shit, man, because it's yeah. for you. Everything it's like for you. your life is literally tailor made for you. Said you said something, uh, something so powerful because as you grow. Yeah, yeah. Things so change. Every, yeah, right, everything right. changed. So Islam is not for me anymore. I still, yeah. if I was to have to pick a religion that I'm closest to, it would be Islam. But we was Muslims who believed in Christmas. And think about so, it. Not, and and, <laughs> being, and being a Muslim right. is, is, is it's not wrong. There's nothing right. wrong in that religion. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because a lot of it's, a lot of the, I think the thing that where we go wrong with religion is that it's 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 sold and people made it a business. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it's a such thing, like you said, a mega church, right? When we was growing up, well, it was mega churches, but you know they came on TV. But it's like mega churches everywhere. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Back at, well, I mean, I'm thirty. Back. Damn, I'm thirty seven. I'm thirty seven, right? Wow. So you I could look like he's thirty two. You look <laughs> yeah. thirty two. You look thirty. Yeah, uh, yeah. You, look you came old. out late. Yeah. <laughs> but like we couldn't name. Four mega church pastors. Okay, mm -hmm. just say five. Now, bro, it's 10 in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. It's five in Dallas. Mm -hmm. It's five in Houston. Mm -hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Exactly. Like, right. come on. You're right. Bro, they have a, a section of America called the Bible Belt. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. The Bible Belt. Like, yeah. So if you want That's to fact. win the election, if we were getting That's elected crazy. for something, you have to make sure you're clean cut when you go through the That's Bible crazy, Belt and yeah, stop at a hundred churches. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. You feel what I'm saying? That's crazy. So it went, I think I think I think so much of the story is still being told. You know what I'm saying? It's like right, how, it ain't how, over. It, yeah, you how stop? you gonna tell yeah. it and just stop it? Yeah. In that case, the Bible should be getting. It should continue growing. Yeah. It's yeah. just it, it should be so many verses in that Bible. And I and here's a strange story. You know. Uh. My cars are nice. I got Bentleys. I got crazy cars. Yeah. So, man, my wife, we go out to eat. Oh, I said my wife. Everybody on the show married, man. What he I'm married? I'm married to sugar daddy. Oh, man. <laughs> to your wife. <laughs> so my wife. No better. Yeah, so my yeah. mini, my mini of wives. No, my <laughs> wife. I love her to death, baby. You the sweetest thing. I'm sorry, <laughs> but uh. We go because she's she's now she's religious. <laughs> now, she's a she's a she's super gorgeous. When I show you, I'm gonna show you guys a picture of her. <laughs> that nigga said that she's religious. Yeah. Now she's religious, but yeah. she just got religion because I I kind of forced it on her maybe because yeah. uh, she was born in uh New Hampshire, uh Maine. So yeah. she was like a trailer trash. <laughs> Like girl, like it was, it was weird. Let me find a dope picture. <laughs> Let me find a good picture. That's now, why he looking for the picture. What What's your idea of your "I made it" moment? Um, or do you feel like you already made it? 
No, no, I, I haven't. Like I said, um, I made, I made, a, I made a lot of money and stuff like that. Not music wise, but you know, doing some other things. But I didn't. I feel like I made it when, you know, my mom, my my, you know, grand grandmother can be on nothing but cruises. My mom, can right, right, right. So you're you're making it as being able to provide other things for for the people you love. That's my made it. You know what I'm saying? To where I can, um, you know, ha- have enough put away to where my we don't have to decide. You know, my kids. I don't have kids yet. You know what I'm saying? That's why I don't. But um. I don't have to decide. Are we gonna do the Disney World trip or the the Disneyland trip? We doing both of them. You know what I'm right, saying? To right. where I can I can really just do what I, the things that I wanted to do all the way. You know what yeah, I'm saying? That's right. when I feel like I made it. Yeah. So uh, what I what I noticed you said this thing says you was a trailer trash. <laughs> so when when I I noticed what you said and I'm trying I wonder why because this is the same. What thing. trailer did they make that in? Though? Oh oh they got a, I, hey, I will show you some trailers. I'm gonna give y'all one place to go visit to. And I'm talking about the women. They don't they don't have much, but they're absolutely all of them. Absolutely gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. And y'all not far from me too. Where at? Maine. Man. <laughs> I think that's where my partner live. Is that where Lou live? I think Lou do live in Maine, or he yeah. live on that in that area. Yeah, yeah. Ma- what is Maine? They, they they got some seafood or something in Maine. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what they known for. Oh, but what you said, you said you made a a, a, a lot of money in another uh, industry, but something about music and entertainment keep pulling you back. W- what is yeah. it? Um, I just have a love. I have a love for it. You know, sometimes I would just be like. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily need it at the moment. Like you yeah. said, you know, yeah. the same watches as the rappers, same car, same cribs, it's whatever. Yeah. But I yeah. mean, something just kept pulling me back to it, man. It's just a, it's a genuine love for it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, um, yeah, I just, I just think, I just think the love for it is just, it's just deep and I want to express it. And I now, think I, I want to have a, a voice and a legacy. Dope. Okay. Now listen, cause you've been at the door a couple times, right? We mm-hmm. can agree on that. Mm-hmm. Is it a love for it or is this the rabbit that got away? Um, Ooh. man, that's deep. Think about that one. Man, maybe a little bit of both. Yeah. Maybe a little bit of both. Tell me your other theory. Well, on what? Why nobody made it over the age of. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm 30 years old. No, not you. <laughs> <laughs> what theory? He said that no rapper made it mainstream over the age of 30. You saying started at 30 and made it yeah. over the mainstream? Yeah. I don't know, because niggas be lying about their age, man. You feel what yeah, I'm saying? So yeah, we cannot technically tell, tell yeah. how old a nigga really because is. Because listen, he just said I look 30, right? And 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 I'm 37. So if somebody is looking at me, I might look 30 to him. I might look 26 to somebody else. You know what That's I'm saying? True. So you nice. never know. You never know. So that might be something you really might need to research. But I do understand right. what you're saying because being an adult now, like we were just talking about music, me and my brother, and uh-huh. I want adult music. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I don't want, a, I'm sick of hearing the same drug dealing, shoot them up. Like, yeah. dog, I'm 37 years old. I shouldn't be riding around thinking about him. I'm about to slide on a nigga. Yeah. Like, right. you, know, right. you know what right. I'm right. saying? Right. So, well, like, well, what did that nigga do? Yeah. So you didn't even think about it. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying it's I shouldn't be hunting for it. I shouldn't okay, be hunting. Okay. I shouldn't be on the hunt. A lot of the music I had you on the hunt for some shit or like you know what I'm saying? Right. And it'd be a bunch of grown men trying to act like kids. Exactly. And that's what's wrong with the with, with what's going yeah. on with it to me too. Like, yeah, bro, if you thirty five and you married, that's your life. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Like you're not mm-hmm. less gangster. Actually you go be a smarter gangster because you go you got a lot of shit to lose that's than a nineteen year old. Like it niggas be trying to be too young. And exactly. I just wanna hear music from an adult perspective of and like, I, I think that's I think the reason for that is because niggas still haven't fully grasped the uh, aspect of responsibility right not a responsibility just to they family but to other people family listen man as much as I love rap music right the top rappers whoever you consider the top are responsible mm-hmm. for the penitentiaries being full you understand what I'm saying mm-hmm. they're responsible for making the soundtrack to a nigga going to get murdered, a nigga on a highway going mm. to get going to try to pick up a brick mm. or sell some pills. Back. They are responsible for that, right? And that's why it worked so well. That's why gangster rap worked so well because yeah. they knew if we could put this shit everywhere, yeah. why is, why is every penitentiary in every state full in the country? Because the only thing we got in common is music movies and, and water. food <laughs> and yeah. water and we, so, and we giving them the audio book right? exactly yeah. you feel what i'm saying so when a nigga 37 okay we know some rappers and they still talking about they could have 
they should have wrapped or went to the league. My nigga, you've been in the music industry for at least 10 years. You've mm-hmm. been a part of big records for at least seven years. You should be talking about how you're married, how you're opening businesses, how you want your children to not have to pick rap or go to the league because they can go to Howard or they can go to Hampton. That's what the music should be about. But a nigga still talking about rap or go to the league. If you still got skills, my nigga, it's shit out there like the big three. Go play with the big boys. The niggas who win the basketball league, is that's what they were supposed to do. Right. So that's why they hooping. The right. niggas who rapping, that's what they supposed to do. Right. Yeah, it's some good rappers who can hoop, and it's some good hoopers who can rap, but nigga, we don't want to hear that shit. We right. want to see you shoot the ball. We want to hear you rap. It's okay to talk about that in your life. And once people grasp the responsibility of it, I'm not just responsible for my two children if I make music or music or movies. I'm responsible if your nephew see it. Right. What if me putting a murder scene in there turn your nephew all the way up and he think mm-hmm. it's as easy as when we say cut? No, nah, dog, you going to jail or you going to get murdered by the nigga people who murdered or right. you should have been a lawyer because your family don't got no money. They can't afford no lawyer. Right. You feel what I'm saying? And people right. not putting that them real jewels in the music. You right. feel what I'm saying? That's if, if I tell you about a story and shit and I say, yeah, but I lost my brother to that shit. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And to be honest with you, shit. What I'm supposed to do Because right. I don't got no money For a lawyer So right. I'm a dude 50 right. years if I go to jail So right. I just moved You ain't no hoe bro right. You just saying look I couldn't afford to go to war With these niggas Right <laughs> You Facts. feel what yeah. I'm saying Facts. So Facts. shit We barely could uh, We barely could bury them So bro We appreciate y'all coming through Usually when it's the tour A lot of niggas fall through But this yeah. time It wasn't like that And we appreciate Getting to know y'all brothers So before y'all get out of here And give y'all uh Y'all social network so we can uh, have people follow y'all and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. You can follow me, Arian, the Arian Nation, E-R-R-E-O-N-A-T-I-O-N. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. yeah. yeah that was I'm going to just have uh, BC text all that to me, but y'all can okay. still say it, but I'm, I need you to text okay. that to me so I can, when I do the cat. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Aaron's got Aaron's got the best vision that I've ever made. I mean, I yeah. made, heard. Yeah. He has incredible vision. So when y'all when y'all watch like Checkway, yeah, you, like pay attention to his social media or just how he posts, yeah. And I and I'm and I'm saying this because I know you guys probably got a lot of artists that listen and that pay attention. Uh, vision is a lot to uh has a lot to do with your success as as a small part. Yeah. Uh, but uh, his vision is crazy. The eyes, yeah, you know. So I, uh, when y'all do pay attention to 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 e, to I call him Eli, but uh, Arians, uh process pay attention to the vision because right. checkway's a fool you right, know and when right, i and yeah. when i and i finally you know because this is the first time we because we're so busy on both sides of the world doing certain things this is the first time I've, I've ever got to be to watch somebody next to me and that's another reason why i'm kind of happy i left ED, edm because edm i was alone right i didn't right. have a manager i didn't have you know a partner in crime i didn't have oh, none, only none nigga on the island yeah, yeah, I was. I was. <laughs> Facts. Right. Facts. So if people want to check you out, how can they get at you? Uh, Camp Zero, C-A-M-P-Z-E-R-O-O. You can just search America Sugar Daddy. It'll pop right up. You'll see me. Big red background. He just texted to me. I'm gonna check all that out. Uh, if they want to get with you, how they get with you, dog? Uh, on Twitter and Instagram at TCE pod. That's at TCE pod. Uh, if they want to hit us up and tell us how much they hate the show, or if they want to hit us up and tell us how much they like the show, or if they want to advertise, or they might want to get some merch or something, uh, PR at TCOHH.org. PR at TCOHH.org. I'm at. I'm AJ. I want for my brother what, what I, I want, want for myself. myself.